ماذا يحدث في العالم؟ Everybody, welcome to What in the World. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Quincy Johnson, the second here. How's it going, man? Oh, man, great day so far. Beautiful day outside. The weather is not frightful. I don't know where I was going. The, with this. the weather's nice. It's, it's, I got a light week in terms of work and recording. Nice. So that's all good. Are you celebrating the holiday? Uh, like the 4th of July? Yeah. Not really. Okay. We might do something with Vanessa, maybe. Okay. I don't know. But I don't, like, go do things on the 4th of July. Like, I don't go see fireworks. I've seen them. Oh, I, I thought you it. were just going to say you just don't go do things anymore. You just... <laughs> feels that way sometimes. <laughs> That's not true. I saw Yay Sayer in concert over the weekend. Really good band. Uh, But are you doing anything on the 4th of July? Uh, Going to a pool party. Oh, are you going to Kyle Clark's? Uh, no, pool going party? to Mateen Stewart's pool party. Oh, so now we have rival pool parties. Battle, would, battle. I'd maybe go to Mateen's. It yeah. Sounds like fun. It's, it's closer. <laughs> oh yeah, Kyle yeah. is all the way up in in, in the in the sticks. You know? Yeah, it's way the fuck out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Love Kyle. Love Kyle, but you're you, you live far. Yeah, we're not doing anything. We have that backyard show mm. this this weekend. Oh, yeah. Same time as PUI, the comedy part. Fighting. Rivals. We're going to fight each other. We're going to fight. That's actually... Rival Saturday shows. If you come to either show, me and Quincy are going to fight after. Yeah. At a third location. Third to, location. To be named during the show, so you have to show up to find out yeah. where we're going to be. Only one of the shows. <laughs> so you still might not know. You'll just have to follow one of us to the location <laughs> after. And it could all be an elaborate tra- trap. Is that the word? Trap? I would never trap the audience. Is that the word they use? Uh, Trap? Mm, I don't know. Ruse? Ruse. In an ability ruse? In ruse. So we are, yeah, the 4th of July. Who can, This is what in the world? Why are we even talking about American independence? It might as well not even exist Ooh, on this a, podcast. Wow. American not USA. Hmm. Not USA. That's our chant for this podcast. This All right. I like Because we talk about, uh, you know, everything else. Such as... Oh, speaking of world news, though, can I just say shout out to all the world leaders for Mean Girl and Ivanka at the G20? That was, that's the best video I've ever seen. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, an, I'm an empathy kind of guy. Oh, and even on. seeing her in that situation, I'm like, oh, that's harsh. No. But, that was great. Like, I saw not too long ago, there was a video of, I think it was Mike Pence's wife doing music therapy with someone Mm -hmm. and at the end the 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 therapist got a high five and mike pence's wife went for one and didn't get one and even with it being mike pence's wife i was like oh that kind of sucks no you deserve it (laughs) you deserve it she does yeah Yeah, she deserves it ivanka that was a very that was a very bad think of it think of it in 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 comedy rules if you were at a if you were at a show and a brand new open micer came up to you and tried to tag your jokes what would you do I, yeah, that would 
That would definitely bother me. That's what Ivanka is an open micer to diplomacy. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's a she's a diplomatic open micer, and she walked into a room full of legends. She got Merkel in there. You know what I mean? You got Macron. Yeah. You got some real some real heavy hitters. And she really. Like, I've got an idea we can use. She really doesn't. And were they both in that circle? I believe so. Yeah. Oh yeah. She doesn't. No matter what. Not just being. Not because she's Trump's daughter, not because she's a woman, obviously. Just in world ranking mm-hmm. and power rankings, like, she's not in that bracket. Like, but, but Trump let her get in the picture with him, with all the world leaders, and Ivanka's there. Yeah, see that? Well, that's because he probably, I think... He's gearing her up to be president, Wants her to bro. be the next president, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the G20 summit, we don't have a lot in here about it, but... Trump did, uh, I talked on the the solo podcast last week, or it'll be two weeks ago now, about how before he went to the G20 summit, Chuck Todd asked him if he was going to, like what he was going to talk to Putin about, Mm because he's meeting with Putin. And Trump was like, it's none of your business. Yeah, it's great. It's all, it's our business. It's very much our business. Wouldn't you like to know? And then he made sort of a mockery of it. They had like a public photo op and he just like was like, oh, please don't collude in our elections <laughs> with Putin sitting there. So, I mean, he did it. I, I'm sure Fox News spun it as, wow, Trump even w- is willing to go there. Probably. You know what I'm saying? So good for him. He, yeah. he, he took a stand and put his big boy pants on. I'm taking my shoes off because I'm getting comfy yeah. for this episode. Might as well. I just vacuumed in here like yesterday. It. It's nice. Know. Sorry for you guys at home having to watch me disrobe. You didn't even pay a premium price for this striptease you're getting. Right. You're welcome. We'll sell tickets next time. <laughs> so we're just we're going to talk about some some general news stories because there's a lot happening around the world. There's stories that uh, have updates, things we've talked about in the past. I think this one qualifies because we've talked before about. Putin and Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin, Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin. Shout out to Putin. Uh, <laughs> big fans, big fans. And shout out to our one listener in Russia. We know who you are. Yeah, you know who we are, basically. You know, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know who we are. It's fine. <laughs> we come in peace. Uh, Putin said in an interview with the Financial Times that liberalism has become obsolete. We did it. We did it. Woo, we did it. And this is a thing we've mentioned when we've talked about that book, The Fourth Political Theory, Mm -hmm. which was written by Alexander Dugan, who is an advisor to Putin. Depending on who you believe, he's either a very close advisor or just some sort of fringe figure. But if he's a fringe figure, he's a fringe figure who is sort of dictating Russia's foreign policy right now as it pertains to... He's their Stephen Miller. Yeah, yeah. And he wrote a book called The Fourth Political Theory that puts forth the idea that there have been three political theories in the world, and they were communism, fascism, and liberalism. And that liberalism defeated communism and fascism, but now liberalism has run amok. Oh. It needs to be defeated as well. Let's get it out of here. That That's the thing. It feels like as crazy as that suggestion sounds, he's being proven, I don't want to say right, but a lot of countries I think are signing on to that idea that liberalism is a, a thing of the past. And it's probably going to lead to genocides 
and shit like that. Because one of the things he talked about in the interview also was that in particular liberal ideas about refugees, migration and LGBT rights are now opposed by, and this is his quote, the overwhelming majority of the population. That's not true at all. Isn't it? I hope it's not. It can't be true because, I mean, we're see- like even in America alone, if you just use America as a sample size, yes, there was a time where homophobia ran rampant throughout the streets. You couldn't have a gay couple on television. But this yesterday, two days ago, the entire country in every major city had a pride parade. But that's America, which is <clears throat> like the bastion of liberalism okay. to the rest of the world. I think what he's arguing is in a lot of places in Europe and Asia, it's not so much. Like, I would argue China probably isn't the most liberal. Like, China's straight up authoritarian. Mm-hmm. That Like, one of the people who have uh, kind of signed on to this idea also is Viktor Orban in Hungary. Mm-hmm. And he cites China and Russia as like authoritarian governments that, in his opinion, work. And we are seeing this creep toward fascism in all these other countries, or what we're calling fascism. But I think it's actually more a movement toward this, where there's going to be this fourth thing, where it's like, we're not fascists, we're like super fascists, who are just of the opinion that within your borders, you can hate whoever you want. And you can keep out whoever you want. And, and that's... That makes perfect <clears throat> sense until you get to the line in the sand where if we... Like, say, I, Alabama. Alabama, you could be in... A, you could make Alabama an authoritarian government. You could. You could just oh, put absolutely. a Christian leader in office and they will follow and do whatever that person says. But the problem is, the minute the populace decides, hey, wait a second. We've decided we're going to change our ide- our mind on this idea because... As a society, we've seen that this we should grow and be better, and this is a step forward, and that, that authoritarian leader goes, I don't like that. And then he starts killing the people, because that's the only way an authoritarian government right. works, is if there's a threat to the populace. Right. The, the thing that's happening in Europe, though, is they're pushing liberal ideals as that threat. Like, what you're seeing, it's not—I mean, it is to some extent here— But it's not – I feel like it's almost not as much fueled by religion Mm -hmm. here, and it's more just, well, that's what Republicans say, so that's what we say. And it's not so much like a strict adherence to religious values, whereas in places like Turkey, it's – there's this undercurrent of traditional religious values that as their country became more and more liberal – That's what caused them to elect someone like Orban. They felt like their traditional values weren't being addressed by the government in power, Mm -hmm. which is sort of the same thing that happened here. And I'm not saying Putin is right or that liberalism needs to die, obviously. Like, there's not, I don't, you can't make a reasonable argument for why LGBTQ people aren't people. Like, er, we're all Mm -hmm. people. Yeah. And that's that's the problem with this argument is when they say, oh, ideas about refugees, migration, LGBT people. What he's saying is, well, they think those are people and we think the people in our country are people. 
And they're invaders and people who need to be eliminated. And I do think there's that's an idea that's catching on with a lot of Europe, and definitely for the worse, obviously. Like well, I said, it's going to lead to need, genocides. They need better TV and movies because they foreign do. television, like the last good British show was fucking uh, Downton Abbey. Yeah. That's not pushing forward any new ideas. That's not... You know, they'll like if 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 your biggest scandal is someone being homosexual on your television program and it's celebrated as ooh that was a twist, you have a weird society. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like we got Will and Grace. We Jack is just a part of the life. He's not. Oh wow, that's the gay character. It's like no, Jack. Yeah, he's gay, but that's right. The that's not even the biggest part of his personality or the character. Their TV sucks. They they their people need to learn. There's there's more to this than simply just going, it's also, it's not a thing. It's who that person is. It's not like, this is this is Jack. He's gay. Yeah. It's like, no, Jack's a maniac and he's also a gay dude. Like, the gay part isn't even yeah. the biggest deal because that's just his person. That's like his personality. That's the person. But, yeah, your TV sucks, uh, Europe. And it's holding you back from being the liberal utopia you should be. Yeah. I mean, you got to spread ideas to the people. Right. We... Uh, somehow, some way, the media in this country has been uh, has always been looked at as, I mean, excuse me, entertainment in this country has always been looked at as an art and not just a means to move propaganda. Right. So as art, you have to allow for expression, wherein, say, Russia, where it's state-controlled television, expression is not an yeah. a, a idea or something being pushed to the forefront. It's the information. Not going to lie, I do kind of want to see their Chernobyl series. <laughs> That they're working on that apparently implies the CIA caused the Chernobyl. Oh uh, wait, are they using meltdown? the same actors though? Because you, I mean, they're, no. they don't have. They can just get them under contract. They well, can just the, buy them out. Those le- the actors. Have you seen HBO's Chernobyl? It's great. Yeah, but they're all like British and Irish. Mm-hmm. Like that's my favorite part of that series, where it's like <clears throat> there will be this negotiation, and then they'll cut to like Mikhail Gorbachev, and he's like, "How long will the radiation last, then, love?" It's like that is not what Gorbachev sounded like. You don't when know he that. Talked. You don't, wait. You don't know what Gorbachev sounded like behind closed doors. Oi! Think about the spin. They, that's media, man. They put the spin on it. Oi! It's a proper Russian coal miner is. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate! I won't do any more accents. That was a great Italian. I only cover that, the white people. That was a great yeah. Italian accent. What are it's you talking a about? It's me, <laughs> a Russian coal miner. It's a me, a Gorbachev. <laughs> we eat. The meat the balls after the radiation. <laughs> that was cha- that, that was, was my on. that, yeah, was, that on. was my HBO guys. Thanks Chernobyl. for tu- thanks for tuning in to Adam Todd's Brown Adam Todd Brown's one man special. Yeah, Chernobyl, Cherno- Chernobyl, a one man Chernobyl. Special. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's going to perform all of Chernobyl from a chair from a chair Chernobyl. That makes perfect sense. We're, t- we're going to, we're going off Broadway with this shit. It's I like great. it. <laughs> all right, so yeah. That, it's just it's a thing we've talked about and now we've i think we've sort of suggested it because that book is out there that says this is what russia's doing and now putin is going public with it i'm just i'm just glad trump's in office during this push for authoritarianism because other countries other people and, and also we around the united states people around the world and in this country can see if you leave one man in charge shit goes to you know what i'm saying like there's no yeah. it, think about if there were no checks and balances and Trump was just in charge. All the shit he would have gotten away with right. because he has the final say. Get the F out of here. 
And this next thing we're going to talk about kind of ties into that because uh, there's a video on New York Times, which these are some brave kids because like I talk shit about Russia Mm -hmm. and even I like if I see a dude in the wrong trench coat, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Like what? (laughs) What the fuck's happening? Uh, Like these kids live in Russia and they're going on the fucking New York Times to uh, basically criticize Putin. Oh, man. And it's... R.I.P. to those kids. Yeah, these mouthy fucking kids can't keep their pie hole shut. I mean, we went through the same thing when those those crazy kids wanted to dance in a small town. Oh, right, right. You know, if you want to dance in a small town, get that shit out of here. Mayor John Lithgow fixed that. (laughs) So... We'll play this a little bit of this video. I find the the first girl really interesting. Okay. Her answer, in case this doesn't all come through super clear, uh, she's asked about Putin, and her answer is, well, if he's been president this long, he must be good. It's like, that's not how having a president for two decades works. That's not why. He's how, still... Wait, wait, wait. How old is she? They're all, these are all like high school and college kids. Oh, so she's a young white woman who's never felt oppression? Of course, that would be her answer. Well, I mean, she lives in Russia yeah. as a woman, yeah. so she's surely felt some. Well, she not. It's not oppression if you don't know it. Yeah, that's you know, true. ignorance is ignorance is bliss when it comes to abuse. Let's just be honest. <laughs> Everyone understands what's being said, right? Yes. Did it stop? It did stop. Oh. <laughs> In March 2017, 60,000 Russians took to the streets in 80 cities, protesting government corruption. Hundreds of people were arrested and imprisoned, including my dad, Alexei. I think this is one... My name is Daria Navalnya. I'm 17 years old, and I'm from Moscow. 17. When I saw people my age... Like, one misconception about afraid, places like Russia and China is that no one like ever speaks out really about, about politics, anything. our government, and our futures. Like, so there's protests in Russia. There's protests happening in China right now over this extradition bill. And what did the Chinese government call them? Unsettled? Yeah. They call them something where it's like, oh, these kids are about to die. Oh, yeah. It's rare that people outside Russia get to hear from young people like us. Let's go. Okay, she's safe. This is why she was able to do the interview. She's safe. Okay. This is Kirill. The whole he thing is, when I watched this before, there were fucking subtitles, he was even a and now they aren't Putin's there. Ah. So that first girl is the one who was like, good for him. If he could be president that long, Putin, he must be good. That's when I discovered that Kirill's feelings were much Hall of Fame more numbers, complicated. You know? Oh, you motherfuckers. All right, well, I guess you'll have to just go out and watch that video. Is it on YouTube? Yourselves. Or did the New York Times do that thing where they're like, you have to subscribe and give us money, and it's the only yeah, way you know about the real news. But, like, the things, like, what that kid was talking about was because she brought up that he joined this, like, Putin youth group at one point, and he was like, yeah, but there's no opportunities in Russia unless you do something like that. Mm-hmm. He was like, I did it for money and to get a job. I don't necessarily love Putin. Yeah, that's why we joined the Boy Scouts. You know what I mean? You yeah. got to network. Right. You got to start early. And uh-huh. we on next week's episode, we talk about 
some Venezuela updates, and we talk a lot about how that that's sort of how Chavez and Maduro have kept power is mm-hmm. they immediately started politicizing and sort of incentivizing the military mm-hmm. and people like that. And it if if your policies don't win people over, sometimes you can just buy support and. Which means sometimes, yeah, I mean, everybody's for sale. You just got to have the right. You just have to know the price. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And seventeen fifty for this guy. You know what I mean? Come on, ladies. <laughs> hey. Right? Oh. <laughs> uh, but I, I think this video, and I do encourage people to watch it. We'll link to it on the website uh, unpops dot com for all your unpops needs. But I think this video does a good job of explaining, like. A lot of times when people are living in a situation like this, people are like, well, why don't you just leave? And what one of the, the kids in this video says, he's like, Russia is my home. Like, mm-hmm. I, it's my country. I like my identity. Like Russia runs through everything about my identity. America, it's America. yeah, kind of the same thing, though. Like, like just because we have a shithead president. That doesn't mean I want my country to fucking burn. Yeah, I still love America. I just I want us to have a better president. I want our police to not be so fucking awful. I want the but country to be better. It's yeah, but it's that it's that idea of do you love your country or do you love what your country can be? Because the people who like right. who stick with the Confederacy and keep trying to uh, wave the stars and bars. Are like, yeah, we love this country. We love it so much. We love everything about it, even the shitty parts. It's like we can love this country and also admit, yeah, that's pretty fucked up, and we shouldn't celebrate it anymore. Like that's what love right. is. Love is understanding. It's not just un unquestioned loyalty. But right, that's just my view. Sorry, kids, got on the soapbox there. But good luck telling that to this country, <laughs> the entire fucking country. My God. Uh, but yeah, that this video, it's it's I think also a good. I think it's important for people to realize that in countries that are run by what we would refer to as a dictator, things aren't always like Armageddon level bad. And the reason it's important for people to know that is so you know when you're living in it here. Mm -hmm. Because whether you want to admit it or not, we are marching toward being an authoritarian government, if you will. And Russia is, for all intents and purposes, a an authoritarian government. But those governments, like, I feel like we need to sell people on the idea that, oh, an authoritarian government just shuts down all freedoms in general and people don't get to go outside. And like, like the things we hear about North Korea in Russia that might not necessarily be that true, but they need us to think, well, that's what authoritarian authoritarianism looks like so when we run our milder seemingly milder version of authoritarianism on america they'll just be like what this is just our government like this is how things have always been i can still i can still go outside and protest and Mm -hmm. it's like yeah they can in russia too but to a point (laughs) to a point like you can like we're still not like the things that happen under those types of leaders probably happen here yeah like it's it's i don't know it's it's important to recognize that places like russia north korea wherever there's still places with people who, who are have instagram accounts and 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 floss on a daily basis and have cars and have food mm-hmm. and live normal lives 
and don't even realize that Vladimir Putin is their fucking president. Yeah. Like, they realize their president is Vladimir Putin, but mm. do you realize who he is? If, if they, they have state-run media, if Vladimir has a... Per- if we hear a, a, a report that says Vladimir Putin was, is tied to someone getting killed, there is a 100% certainty that the people of Russia have never heard this report. Right. They may have, there may have been a report of, an, uh, of a traitor dying. Yeah. Of oh this young this man who was wanted by Russian police was found dead and the police are investigating the murder but he was still an enemy of the state they, that's what they heard that's their, they got the Fox News version so right and and they do protest like we we covered the Russian garbage protests on an episode not too long ago mm-hmm. like they like all of those things happen but it's still still pretty much an authoritarian regime and we could be too while still allowing people to protest in the streets like. Uh-huh. It's the same as the, the, oh, well, the Nazis killed so many people. Like, this regime can't be Nazis. And it's like, you don't let it get to that point before you start making those judgments. Yeah, you have to you recognize it early. I mean, we've already started locking migrants in camps. So we're yeah. getting there. We're getting there, guys. Like, if, if you get an out-of-control mole on your arm mm-hmm. and it just starts growing and spreading, you don't wait for it to kill you. Before you go, oh, yeah, that was cancer, huh? <laughs> you go fucking check it out and see if it's a cancer that needs to be cut out of your body. Uh, and peach that cancer. Come on, Mueller. We'll see you on the 16th, baby. Oh, I cannot wait. Oh, it's going to be so good. going to be interesting. It's going to be great to watch the Republicans. I don't know how they're going to they're gonna try to tear down Robert Mueller's record in order to discredit his testimony. Oh, it's going to be so good. I think, uh, I think Trump's going to try and have people arrested. Really? At some point. In a week? You think it's coming? Um, it would be the time to pull the trigger before Mueller goes public. Mm. It, it would be the right time to do it. I don't know if he'll do it, but I feel like it's building up to him. Like, we talk at the end about Brazil's crazy situation right now, and I could totally see something like that unfolding here. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, but let's talk about one last Russia thing. This is another thing that we've talked about before. We, we did a, an episode about the Navy's 7th Fleet, which is one of the most elite Navy units in all the world, and how they were having this weird run of accidents and collisions, like to the point where they had something like eight in one year, and up to that point before they'd had one in something like 50 years. Mm-hmm. And there were some like fringe types, like even military types who were like, that's Russia jamming their GPS. Russia's been doing that lately. And we, as a government, were like, no. We, no, that's correct. Like, they can't. Don't worry. They're not doing that. And now here comes Israel saying, oh, hey, Russia's been jamming our GPS mm. at Ben Gurion Airport. And Russia's denying it again. But where it, there's smoke, there's fire. It was crickets. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. It, it was cricket. Just, it was crickets in the engines, guys. No, it was it was Israeli crickets. Just just those fucking crickets causing people to bleed from the eyes <laughs> or whatever was happening at the fucking black mirror. I've seen Black Mirror. They got those crickets now. <laughs> uh, so since early June, GPS signals at Israel's Ben Gurion Airport have been unreliable. There's been a significant impact on airport operations. But no accidents or incidents. Pilots have an alternative instrument landing system that they can use. It's about time those pilots did their goddamn jobs. That's what we train you for. 
And what's crazy about that particular detail, one of the reasons I've been crying about us needing Space Force, <laughs> a lot of our military stuff doesn't have that fallback system anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is very reliant on GPS. And well, yeah. that's how you protect GPS in how space. Did, how did people get around before Google Maps? Horse and buggy? We're not going back to the Stone Ages. Right. Get my satellites working. Chester? And- I think it's also worth noting, if anyone out there doesn't listen to Conspiracy the Show, you should. Uh, On that, we just talked about how humanity will react when aliens land. And one thing that's really interesting to note is both the CIA and the Air Force were formed weeks after the Roswell incident Mm. at Area 51. And now, not long after that first New York Times article where we literally see a fucking tic-tac-shaped UFO flying along a Navy pilot who's like, what is that? I don't know what that is. It's Russia. Not long after that, we're like, how about a Space Force? Space Force. Maybe we, maybe we should uh, get some planes up there. What do you think? And we're all like, shut up, idiot! <laughs> it's like, no, put, 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 a, put a force in space. Please. Yeah, until Gene Roddenberry created Star Trek, and people were like, dude, space might be cool. NASA was created. I don't know if that's historically accurate, but that's the story I'm telling my kids. It sounds right to me. <laughs> uh, so what's been happening? They're called spoofing attacks, which it basically produces incorrect location data. Israel blames electronic warfare systems that Russia used to protect planes at, oh boy, Himeman Air Base in Syria. Hyman? Mimim? Mimim? That's got to be a silent H. M&M Airport. M&M Air Base. H-M-E-I-M-I-M. Come on. Mimim There was an April report from the U.S. Center for Advanced Defense Studies that documented more than 10,000 separate incidents of GPS disruption and said Russia is pioneering the technology. I'll cut them off right there, and I know for a fact that AT&T is pioneering GPS disruption technology because their system sucks. It sure does, except I have fiber internet here through AT&T, and mwah, blazing fast, Quincy. Okay, didn't mean, didn't mean to step on the sponsor's toes, my bad. <laughs> they, they make these live streams possible. Yeah, yeah, shout out to AT&T, but your GPS technology and your iPhone I sucks. mean, yeah, fuck AT&T. Yeah. Like, I pay them. I can say whatever the <laughs> fuck I want. Uh, How about this crazy-ass last sentence from this article, which we'll link to on the website? Some of the disruption helped to keep drones away from Russian airports, said the report. But it was also used to project a bubble around senior government figures when they visited sensitive locations. End of article. Mm. Would you like to elaborate on what project a bubble around senior intel? Like, Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Was it like... It's like a force field. Have you never played that's a video amazing. game? That's amazing. Yeah, it's like you have a drone with GPS uh with with GPS scrambling technology and it's flying or you and then you just zero in say Putin's visiting France. Putin's visiting Turkey. There is going to be no GP there's going to be no aerial coverage around his area so you can't have any remote microphones, you can't have any drone attacks like in Venezuela during the quote unquote coup attempt. Right. Because we got GPS tech, we got GPS scrambling technology to make sure nothing gets in his airspace. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, just the idea of projecting a bubble around someone. Like I did. Let's. I do it in video games all the time. It's called an upgrade. You know what I mean? 
Good point. You're for, you're for, if you're playing a fantasy game, your familiar dragon upgrades. He becomes more of a of a of a Drake. You're such a fucking from nerd. Canada, Drake nerd. Toronto Drake, and then he's always broadcasting a, a buff spell. I was me. I was happy that the Raptors won the championship. Oh man, what if Kawhi comes? To, okay, we're not, we're going to talk about that off the air because I'm so excited. Kawhi's coming to the Lakers. They, he's oh. not. I think he's going to go to the Clippers. No, there's nothing. They haven't made any moves. It's going to be the Clippers. It's because they're, they're getting Kawhi. And, Magic Johnson told him the best. Man, do you want to win more championships or do you want to win more championships and have a long career? Because he can he can drag any team to the finals. He's that good. But look at the wear and tear it's going to put on his body That's if he's true. doing it solo. But anyway, back to the, back to the news. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, let's talk about Rodrigo Duterte. He's Finally. He's one of my faves. More Duterte news. He has dared his opponents to impeach him uh Ooh, sounds like some, why does why does roddy's news always mirror trump's for some dumb reason it's i like think they're, they're just he's in a pod man they just fucking like each other yeah. and they respect each other and here's the thing i hate to say it but that's all right for america like it's better than because the philippines are such an important strategic ally mm-hmm. when it comes to the South China Sea for us, mm. that we really can't afford to have the Philippines hate us. Mm. And it's, I mean, it's unfortunate why they get along again, but having the leaders of our respective countries getting along is better for us than having them not get along. Mm. And don't, like, I know people are like, oh, but he's. Kill him in the comments, bro. He supports. The murder of people in the streets. Fucking every regime we support in the world. They say that about does. Trump and migrant children in cages, but you know. As they should. Come see, come saw. Yeah, as they should. China, like Brazil, like all these places that we consider friends are that. So it's fine. It's not fine that we're friends with the Philippines, but we have to be. And speaking of being friends and the South China Sea, the reason everyone's so mad at Duterte is there was this incident inside the inside Manila's exclusive economic zone, mm-hmm. which is an area in Manila Bay where only people from the Philippines are supposed to be fishing for fish. And there was an incident where a Chinese fishing boat rammed or either rammed or accidentally collided with a Filipino fishing boat and sank it. And... People in the country feel like Duterte is siding with China, who says it was just an accident, and which even if it was just an accident, it doesn't explain why they were in that exclusive economic zone. And to that, Duterte was just like, friendship, they're friends. I don't care if they were there, Mm. which is, again, sort of the level-headed way to approach it, because what do you want him to say? Oh, we're going to go to war because they sank a fishing vessel. Like, not now, bruh. Like, Maybe maybe when we're all a little more secure, but we don't need that war right now. Oh, yeah, but definitely not go to war, but to to play it off as if it's not a big deal that that ship was there. There's a good chance Duterte allowed that ship to be there for undisclosed reasons, and that's yeah. what the people want. It's, again, if you're going to be our authoritarian leader, if you're going to be our end-all, be-all spokesperson for the policies of this country, if you're go- it, it, basically, I'm sorry, I, I got off track here. If you're going to punish the people of this country with an iron fist, why won't you do the same when it comes to our quote-unquote enemies in the streets or right. our quote-unquote the people who are supposed to be our allies? Who's more important, the people of this country or our allies now? Because 
We're not saying the Chinese boat shouldn't be there because we just hate the Chinese. Right. We're saying you are a stickler for the rules. The rules say that boat shouldn't be here. And now you're saying it's okay. Well, we need to know the reason why. Right. Give us that reason. And then when you play us off and go, oh, well, because we are friends with one another. Nah, bruh. Yeah. That's, that's just like point. Trump with, with that's like Trump with every world leader, MBS, whatever. Hey, man, this dude killed Jamal Khashoggi. Well, he strongly told me he didn't. So, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mexicans are coming, guys. You know, like, <laughs> you got to, man, come on. You got to do better than that, bro. Right. So people in his country are really mad. His country. In the <laughs> Philippines. You know the one. And uh, to the point that some of the opposition leaders have suggested that maybe what he did is an impeachable offense. Especially if, if he took a payout and didn't uh, disclose. You got to disclose those financial records. Uh, do you? <laughs> uh, to which he replied, me? Will be impeached? I will jail them all. Yes. Try to do it and I will do it. Son of a bitch! <laughs> I am challenging you to do it. Ooh, you really want to force my hand into it? Okay. You sons of bitches, do it. Yes! File it! See, that's just a more impassioned way, because I remember when Trump said, I, well, I, want, I want him to try to impeach me. Yeah. I don't know if Trump still feels that way. Uh, he does, because like you said, he, if, if it gets to impeachment, he's going he's gonna to pull the ripcord. He has an emergency ripcord to pull, and he's waiting for it. Yeah, it's probably mobilizing white nationalists to start a civil war. Oh, yeah. I don't need him to pull on that, pull on that ripcord. Or he's going to pull one of these go-to-war ripcords with somebody. He's putting tariffs on every ally so that we don't have any yeah. backing in, in terms of something if, something international. So now, if, you're, if the EU's mad at us, if China's mad at us, no matter who we go to war with, we're going to be on an island. Yeah, we are... Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. God damn it. My bad. Uh, should we talk? This is, is this good news? This feels like kind of good news. It's, yeah. it's probably good if you live there. Yeah. South Koreans now have access to 5G internet they in the DMZ. <laughs> Come on in, guys. Which is uh, a crazy thing to hear because I've always assumed, well, no one, you don't go in the DMZ. It's like bordered off. And if you the president fuck just around went there. there. Yeah, I know they got like, you can like have official military people escort mm -hmm. you in and shit like that. What I didn't realize is that there is a uh, freedom village in, uh, it's called the Taesung Freedom Village. It's a South Korean community located inside the DMZ. Nice. Bill Clinton once called it the scariest place on earth. Because it didn't have Wi-Fi. Right. And I put in the notes... Tell that to any kid who's been on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane, Mr. President. Oh, right. Presidential burn. <laughs> but still, this would be a pretty scary place to live. Oh, yeah. You aren't allowed outside without a military escort. Nice. And a lot of people who live in this community, it's 200 people. A lot of them are farmers and they have to go out and tend to their crops to have food to live. And you can't even do that without a military escort if you live in this village. Yeah. And what 5G internet, among other things, is going to allow them to do is tend to their crops from a fucking computer. Yeah. Good. I mean, there you go. But until Russia starts jamming the GPS technology on your till machine. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's all, it's all connected. And I imagine if you live there, you're kind of like, oh, great. Now I can go outside less. Finally. 
One thing I've been lacking is it's just it's just great now. Time indoors. I spent the majority of my childhood playing games like Ultima Online where you go online to farm fake crops. And now we live in a reality where farmers are going online to farm real crops. Life is full circle, baby. We did it. Life is full circle. We did it. If you ever need if you need help learning how to navigate with the uh arrow keys holler at me i know how to go diagonal sideways all kinds of shit i also feel like this is going to end in world war three like this just don't put wi-fi that close to the north korean border they're going to be like you're spying on us they've already had to test this to make sure the signals don't cross into the north korean well, border you can't cross the streams bro we know this you definitely don't want to not if you're Never living across the stream not if you're living in the goddamn dmz demilitarized zone for the people at home oh th- great i thought you were Run DMZ, and I was like, "Yeah, you got to run that." Department of Motor Vehicles. Oh, what they call it in Germany? Vehicle? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, hey, guess what? It's really uh, fucking hot in Europe right now. About time. You deserve it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's God's wrath for all the fascism. There you for go. sure. See, be nicer to people. Maybe it'll be cooler outside. Yeah, that's what I learned on the Seven Hundred Club. Yeah, they've just they're so far ahead of us when it comes to burgeoning fascist regimes mm. in Europe. They've had a real head start on us. Because they have smaller communities. If if America was broken into separate countries, like the Alabama area, the Texas area, there, there would be fascist governments all over this fucking land. Oh, yeah, but for sure. But because America's so large and we still have a figurehead president, there'll never be one leader that all the people listen to. Right. And we got a bunch of guns in the streets. Shout out to the NRA. So many guns. So, yeah, this heat wave in Europe, monthly and all-time records have been broken in parts of Germany, Poland, France, Spain, and the Czech Republic, which I didn't even think had sun. 113.2 degrees in Via Via. Oh, Via Via. Via Via Via. Via Via. Why are you acting like a French? I'm sorry. In, a terrible reference. That's in France, and that set the country's all-time record. 113. You can't you can't make grapes. You can't grow grow wine grapes in 113 degrees. But remember, it was right around the time when I first moved to Burbank. Remember there was those couple days where it was like 115 degrees. Oh, no, we had a crazy heat wave last year. Yeah, and it was, it was like like 120 in the valley. And at night it was still 100 oh, degrees yeah. those out. Were, those were those were weird nights in LA. That was crazy. 95 degrees with the sun down. People were going crazy. Yeah, it it was brutal. So, yeah, 113 degrees. It's that's that's a fucking lot. Public events and school testing in France, uh all that's been canceled. Well, that's only because those white people don't have any sunscreen. No, they don't have any melanin, so they burn easily. Well, and up to this point, they haven't had to slosh on sunscreen. Get you, get it. They need to build more CVSs. Well, that's kind of the. I know you're sort of joking, but that's the problem. Europe doesn't. It doesn't get hot in Europe, so they're ill-equipped to deal with heat waves. Had they had Nelly's sage advice, right? It's getting hot in her. Take, Take off, off all, all your clothes. clothes. Why are you? Why are you wearing so many clothes, France? Hmm? Yeah, it's hot in her. Yeah, don't be gross. Damn it. And so the the these heat waves, when they happen in Europe, like in L.A., if we had a series of 90-degree days, it's hot, but no one's going to die. Sun's out, guns part. out, baby. Yeah. You know? But like there were, like in parts of northern Germany, 
where it's never <laughs> hitting 90 degrees. So when it does, people are like... People are just sweating out of their later hose and they don't know what to do. Or like when <laughs> when you see things about it like snowing somewhere in like Atlanta mm-hmm. where it doesn't usually snow and then it does. And then you know how powerful da- Donald Glover truly is. He's magic. Why? What did... He's Childish Gambino. He made it snow in Atlanta. You know this. Oh, I fuck with Donald Glover. Okay. Not so much Childish Gambino. This podcast is over, guys. Thank you so much. (laughs) But like in places like that, when it does snow, they don't have plow trucks. They don't have a big stockpile of salt to go put on the street. So it Mm. turns into chaos. They they got to all hold Dale Baggett's and scoop the snow out of the... Never mind. In Atlanta? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So... When it gets hot in Europe, like people start dying. There was a heat wave in 2003. 30,000 people in Europe were killed, or 70,000, depending on what estimate. In 2003? In 2003. That's a genocide, bro. That's not. (laughs) And because a lot of places don't have air conditioning, Mm. like like they're just not built for it. Out there on the Champs Elysees. Right. Dying. Dying. It caused 13 billion euros in financial damages, whatever those are. That's mostly just cheese melting. Oh, sure. Souffles falling. You know. Right. That's it. Doc Martens. Like, it's 13 billion euros in financial damage. That doesn't account for the 30,000 people that died. That's just pastries alone. Oh, the Belgian chocolate? My God, the chocolate industry. Not the chocolate. That's like a $40 billion industry up there. That chocolate, it's very temperature specific. How are you going to ship it if it's hot in them trucks? Very much so. Uh, So, yeah, I don't, I mean, this is going up a week from now, so I don't know what things will be like in Europe by the time it goes up, but I hope 30,000 people haven't died. Get an umbrella? Is that unfair of me to say? Is that that selfish? A little bit. Am I injecting my own personal needs into this story? Who are you to play God? Yeah. Who am I to decide I want Europeans to live just because I want that. Shame on you. Yeah. Shame. You're, you're flying too close to the sun, Icarus. You know what it's I mean? those liberal yeah, ideas on. run amuck once liberal, again. Liberalism needs to die. I'm sorry. I, I'm with Putin on this one after hearing those, oh, I'm, I'm, those loaded remarks from you. I'm across Disgusting. the board with Putin on... I, no, I can't, <laughs> even, I can't even joke and say that. That would be horrifying. Get it, uh, he got it on record, so now he thinks you're a fan. Yeah. You know? I was just, I, I want to go on record, fucking leave me alone. That's- look, look, you're from Russia. Your entire identity is Russia. That's your country, bro. That's a good point. Yeah. I see the Russian flag on your hat. I get it. That is. That is. Mm-hmm. We'll deep fake that <laughs> together. Uh, so let's talk about, this is a, a, I mentioned this a little bit at the beginning of the show. I want to recommend a documentary. If you enjoy this podcast you will very much like this documentary. It's called The Edge of Democracy. Hmm. It is on Netflix right now. Uh, it's made by a woman named Petra Costa, who is approximately as old as Brazil's democracy, which is a little over 30 years old. Okay. And it covers this uh, scandal that we've covered a little bit on this podcast before called Operation Car Wash. And it's a scandal that when you watch this documentary, the, the corruption that Dilma Rousseff and Lula, which is what they call the president who served before her, the corruption they're accused of, it's this 
corruption within the state-run oil company that spans back decades and decades and decades. And almost every politician in Brazil has benefited from it at one point. Nice. And what happened is Dilma Rousseff was president and she changed the laws in a way that opening up a corruption investigation became a lot easier. And her opponents at that point were like, oh, yeah, that scandal that we've all been participating in, that's going to take all of us down. Including you. So what we need to do instead is arrest her for it. And they started because all of the uh, media outlets in that country are owned by a small group of people who also benefited from this scandal. They start this massive publicity campaign, basically accusing Dilma Rousseff and Lula of being like the only people involved in this scandal (laughs) when there was a lot of evidence that they were two people who maybe weren't that much involved. And even if they were, it was a thing that spanned. It would it would be like if only Barry Bonds got kicked out of baseball for steroids. Mm. Like it, it it not only would be unjust but with it just being Barry Bonds, you'd be like, there's something else there. Yeah. Like, there's some other reason you did that. And He's Kaiser Soze. Right. And this is no different. There's, like, the part about them recognizing, well, this is going to take us down. We need to impeach her and arrest the last guy to keep them from coming after us. After they impeached her, a tape of the two main opposition figures, an actual audio recording of them saying that exact thing. Them saying, well, this is going to bring us down, so we need to have it bring her down instead, so then it can't bring us down. After they impeach her, that tape comes out, and all of these same politicians go in front of uh, Congress, Parliament, whatever it is in Brazil, and they're like, we can't change the president again. Like, we just, we just impeached one. You want us to impeach another for the same scandal? That would be bad for the country. It was just locker room talk, duh. Yeah. And and those same people who went in front of the people screaming about how Dilma Rousseff should be impeached went in front of the same people and were like, not this time, because it's our side. And Stay tuned to watch what the Republican Party does when Trump gets impeached. It, yeah, no shit. And it's not just that Dilma Rousseff got impeached. Lula got sent to prison. Yeah. Well, she's a corrupt leader. Of course she got sent to prison. Duh. Uh, well, Lula's a dude. He? Lula? <laughs> But he's still in prison. I think he was sentenced to 12 years. And it is very much as if, like, it would be on par with Trump having Obama arrested for spying on his campaign, which I absolutely feel like he's building up to. Ooh, that would be interesting. The people would riot in the streets. And I, I did a solo podcast about that, and someone in the comments, like, implied that I'm a conspiracy theorist for suggesting that a president who keeps saying he wants to lock up Democrats might lock up Democrats at some point. That's not a conspiracy theory. That's taking someone at their word well we can't take him seriously about locking her up until she actually gets locked up until then it's all just talk yeah then it's It's oh i didn't think he would actually do it though but he did it yeah uh and i think brazil is a good example of how something like that could transpire how we could see political opponents in prison Mm -hmm. and lula just had his most recent appeal rejected he uh wanted to be released pending his next appeal and 
they shot that down. So Lula is still in prison while... He knows too much. Uh, oh, yeah. He's... Uh, there's so many reasons. Like, keeping him in prison basically just shut down the opposition in that country. And now all those law and order types, like, that ended in them electing Jair Bolsonaro. Shout out to Bolso. Which... I honestly sometimes feel like Hillary Clinton was supposed to win and then Trump was supposed to take power this way. I think whoever is guiding things as they occur. Shouts out to Vladimir and the crew. Which, you know, whoever it is, but I, I don't care if people oh, like I don't care if you call me a conspiracy theorist over that. Mm -hmm. Like there are certain things the government does where it's just agreed to across the board mm -hmm. and if you don't play along you're not gonna reach that level yeah. of government and i honestly feel like trump was supposed to lose and then we were supposed to arrest hillary clinton and then trump would win just like jair bolsonaro but instead trump just won and now i don't know uh i still think he wants to arrest hillary clinton he wants to arrest anybody who's ever said anything about it. He wants to arrest uh, John Oliver. You know what I mean? Like, he just wants to arrest anybody who's yeah. ever opposed him in any way whatsoever. Yeah, and not just him. There's I, I talked on that solo episode, too, about how all these, like Ari Fleischer, who was just a Bush, uh, Bush the second White House spokesperson, suggested uh, the Democrats should be investigated for investigating mm. the Russia thing. So it's like, it's it's a thing that's coming up a lot. And... What's crazy about the Brazil thing is so much of that push to impeach the president and arrest Lula was, oh, we, we need to bring law and order back to this country. Mm -hmm. Like we need to we, we need to we need to to get laws in place and make sure people follow them. OK. And I'm on board. So that that was that was their push. And since then, they've they've put Bolsonaro in place. Who like that was his main talking point was, you know, we are all about the law and order. And now more than 80 pounds of cocaine found on Bolsonaro flight headed for G20 summit. Yeah, that's a fucking dude. G20 was about to be lit, bro. Right. What? That what? I can't like. Fuck yeah. Bols Somebody's got to be the life of the party. It was his turn to bring. You know what it, I mean? Yeah, it must be. Yeah. Last last year it was uh it was uh Adrian Macron or uh, uh, Emmanuel Macron he brought all the French uh, ecstasy, right? This year Bolsonaro cocaine. Next year bringing that Brazilian cocaine. Next year it's supposed to be uh uh whoever takes over in England. You're the newbie, so right. Your turn, bro. A lot of absinthe coming. You know what I mean? Eighty pounds. That's so much. That's not enough. <laughs> Come well, on. True. Come on. It was a 38-year-old uh, military member, Sergeant Silva Rodriguez. He was a member of Bolsonaro's military detail, uh, part of a detail that was going ahead of time to set things up for the president's arrival. Set them lines up. Yeah, including the 80 pounds of cocaine that he was going to pound while he was there. Uh, they specially flew in glass tables from <laughs> New York City. You know, Trump, Trump glass. Trump glass tables. Were Trump smart. glass. It's the <laughs> finest glass. <laughs> And yeah, part of his so part of Law and Order Bolsonaro's delegation gets arrested trafficking cocaine. Okay, you say trafficking, Japan. I say trying to get like trying to fit in. It's a party for the world leaders. If I show up without eighty pounds of cocaine, I'm the lame right. dude. You know what right. I mean? What, what you think? I'm bringing a six pack because they're gonna run out. 
And you're going to want to pull that 80-pound bag out of your jacket when that happens. Just bring a, have a, a nice Samsonite pull along, like pull little suitcase. Yeah. 80-pound 80 pound, 80 pound bricks. Oh, yeah, 80 pounds of bricks. Oof, that's a good party. But, like, shit like this is why I'll never, like, you can't talk to me about, like, extrajudicial arrests in Venezuela as if that's a, a legitimate reason why we need to go in and unseat the leader of that country. Mm-hmm. And until we do that, we need to starve the people to death. Mm. You cannot tell me that that is one of your justifications for supporting something like this. And then not also, like, you also then need to suggest that we invade Brazil because Brazil does the exact same thing. They did the exact same thing. They jailed the opposition leader mm-hmm. on nonsense charges. And now we celebrate them as one of our biggest allies in that region just because they hate another country that we also hate. And if you fall for thinking like that, you are such a like you're almost a tool of the government. Like you're that individual receiver that they send their message to that then broadcasts it to other people like you got to think more critically than that no you can't think critically that's the one thing we don't want you to do is think yeah i mean i guess it would involve criticizing trump which yeah. most trump supporters aren't they don't even gonna do what that lady who was at justin amash's town hall said until justin said in that meeting in front of her that trump did impeachable offenses she had no idea the Mueller report was negative toward trump no Jesus. idea, because she only watches Fox News and listens to conservative radio. That's insane. So it had been over a month and a half. This woman had been living her life in her community with no idea of about what Trump was listed as reported as doing in the Mueller report. None. That's but she just shocking, she, but not shocking. She's just a woman who thinks her Republican president is being mistreated in the media because he has views that the liberals don't like. Right. That's the world we live in today, right now, with Twitter and the Internet. There are still people who can live in a major city or even a a minor, smaller community and have no idea what's going on in the the U.S. on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. And most of them don't vote. Nope. Unless it's for my candidate. Yeah. Even then, (laughs) like the biggest potential voting block in this country is non-voters. Like there's so many of them. I just don't understand. But it's for a different episode. That's this episode. Next week, we're talking talking Venezuela. I don't know if you know this, but some things have transpired. Well, ever since... Mainly all, Trump getting bored with Venezuela. The U.S. has had, I, I want to say, three of the largest cocaine seizures in American history, simul- like in, in, con- in concession. When's that going to trickle down to the people? Uh, when are we getting no, no. cocaine? The problem is, because the U.S. has had these three giant busts, there's some issues going on in South America. That's why all this bullshit's going down. Oh yeah, you know, Somebody, yeah. Somebody's snitching, and uh, you know, it, 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 that bullshit trickles downhill. If the cocaine's not getting delivered, people aren't getting paid. If people aren't getting paid, you're not able to pay off, you know, your your right. government workers. You're not able to pay off your local police, your enforcers. Come on, they don't do that in South America. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, you're right. We we do that in South America. <laughs> or Central America. Yeah, we don't. Where's Venezuela? That's South America, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So we should wrap it up. Uh, what do we got to plug? This comes out fucking like the 12th, maybe? Okay. That sounds right. All right. I believe you. Uh, 
I, I don't know, give this podcast good ratings and reviews on iTunes. Yeah, yeah. And uh, oh, follow us on Twitter. Oh, of course. At Unpops World. Boom. That Boom. is the official Boom. Twitter account. Unpops World. Out of here. what in the world? At Retweets Unpops coming your way soon. World. Uh, uh, give us a follow there. Quincy, what do you got to plug? Uh, guys, if you're in the beautiful city of Los Angeles during July, on Sunday the 14th, I'll be at the Comedy Store with the Tuskegee Jokeman. That'll be at 9.30 p.m. in the Belly Room. We got free tickets available if you want to come out to the Comedy Store, hang out with us, talk some shit. You're more than welcome to. And also on July 30th at the Hollywood Improv Lab, Blame Social Media will be there at 9.30 p.m. We got a great lineup. It's always a great time. We had Chelsea Peretti last month. That shit was crazy. Come on out. Nice. Uh, oh, I have a show in fucking Newport Beach or something nice. like that in August. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll tweet about that if you're in that area. Come out. It's going to be a fun show. I think I'm. I don't know if I'm headlining or featuring. Nicole Amy Schreiber is on it also, okay. so that'll be fun. Come to that. Oh yeah. Uh, and that's it. Okay. Let's get out of here, Quincy. Say goodbye. Bye, people. Thanks for tuning in. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. <laughs>